Good morning, everyone. Holy Moses, it's been a while. It's Saturday morning, and it, that means it's Saturday morning radio. We've been hibernating, so we took a little break uh, for, uh, you know, for the winter as well as uh, we're in a quarantine right now, lockdown. Um, and uh, But we're excited to spend some time with you today. We're going to have a little bit of cute conversation, and uh, we're going to update you on a few of the things we've been up to. And we're going to play some music. Now, here's what's exciting about today. Um, we have uh, a vinyl-themed uh, Saturday morning radio. So we've got some uh, select vinyl out on the table here. And uh, we're going to be picking some songs from these these uh, albums and sharing them with you. And we're, we're actually doing this live. So we have a little uh, record player right in front of us, and we're going to... Uh, Umi, Umi's going to cue these up live. So we're trying this out. Uh, this is always fun. Uh, vinyl on a Saturday morning is, is certainly a nice way to start your day. So um, guys, so we're lucky enough to have Umi and Elodie with us today. And we're really happy to have them because we love them so much. I mean, I love them more than you guys, but you love them too. And who are we starting with here today? Elodie. Hi. How is everybody today? Well, I can't speak for them, but I'm good. And uh, you know what? Um, Elodie, it's 2021, and we had a you know a bit of a weird and difficult 2020. Uh, give me your thoughts so far on this year, on 2021, Elodie, and tell me about your experiences so far, and tell me about what you think about what's coming up this year. Um. Well, I have no idea what's coming up, but I'm sure that I'm going to be having a lot of Zooms with my friends. That's great, Elodie. Zoom, uh, thanks to Zoom, because they've been very helpful uh, in uh, keeping us connected. And uh, the kids have been doing a lot of little play dates on Zoom. And, of course, uh, we're doing online schooling uh, via, I don't know if it's Zoom or if it's Google Classroom, Google. Uh, Zoom and Google Classroom, but Elodie does Google Hangouts. Got you. Me, I do Google Me. Okay, and whatever it is, it's video on the screen with people on the other side. Okay, whatever you want to call it, works real well. Um, and uh, you know, we're real happy to have that because it certainly is keeping us connected, and the kids are learning through it. It's been cool. Um, Umi, what are your experiences been? Um, for twenty twenty one, it's been pretty boring so far. <laughs> we didn't really done anything, but. It's fine because I still get to call my friends a lot, so it's better. Yeah, I agree with that. It has been boring. I think that um, a little bit of boredom can do us some good. I think, um, you know, it's almost like a hibernation. You're depriving yourself of stimulus. And I think that once things come back, we're all going to be so excited we won't know what to do. We'll literally be jumping for joy. Um, I'm looking forward to that. You know what, guys? We're going to start off on a nice, easy, calm note. Um, I remember my 20s, I really started getting into jazz music. Uh, I had a, my buddies and I, we used to go down to this place called the Pterodactyl Lounge in downtown Windsor. And uh, I remember seeing this band perform, and they used to come from Detroit, and there was this drummer. He was just outstanding, so we'd go back to see him. Anyways, they had a whole team of players. There was a trumpet player, sax player, the whole nine yards. And we got to know these guys. One day I went to um, uh, the mall, to one of the music stores there. <clears throat> what was the place called? can't remember. Um, anyways, went in there to buy a CD. And uh, specifically, I think I was there to get Miles Davis. And uh, this gentleman there, he was working at the music store, and he was one of the players. He was the uh, sax player. 
And he saw me looking at jobs, and he, he said, look, I got some ideas for you, so he gave me these few ideas about things to look into. And he really got me into it, and I, I just loved it, um, and I continue to love it. And I know it's there's a resurgence of jazz music right now with young people, and I'm very excited about that. Um, you know, a friend of mine, Jason Pollard, introduced me to Alphamist, and Alphamist from the UK, and man, oh man, he's doing some wonderful things. Um, anyways, uh, Umi, my oldest, I remember asking me, about jazz music and uh, so she said do you have any jazz I said well certainly I do so I brought out some jazz music for her to check out this is one of the albums I pulled out Miles Davis Um, this is from the 60s Nefertiti and what's interesting about this is one of the players the drummer um, Tony Williams was 18 when they recorded this so listen to how accomplished he sounds on this Um, enjoy Thank you. 
All right, that was Miles Davis, Nefertiti. Uh, title track from the album Nefertiti. A uh, nice way to start your Saturday today. We're in Toronto, Ontario. It's, uh, it's looking a little bit frigid out there, but bright. It's one of the great things about living in uh, Toronto is that although it's cold, there's no doubt about that in the winters, we have nice, bright winters, which gives you um, a little bit of happiness through, uh, through a difficult, cold winter. But uh, we're, uh, we're enjoying this Saturday morning. And hey, we got kicked out in the house. Um, oh, Umi, you were going to say something, Ben? Sorry. What were you going to say? Oh, got you, got you, got you. Okay. You know, everybody's talking about the United States presidency, right? So now we have like a new president in the United States. I just wanted to get quickly your thoughts from you guys, like from you young people about how that all went down and how you felt about that. Uh, Umi, you want to tell us what you think uh, about how all that felt? Well, Donald Trump was being a sore loser, and yeah, and we were really, really happy when Biden won, because Trump is the worst. (laughs) Anyways, back to Elodie. What is it about Biden that you feel is better for the United States and for everyone else? Can you just maybe articulate that? Well, I think that anyone is better than Trump. (laughs) Like, he is better because he's going to help with the coronavirus and stuff. And now all the cases are going down. But with Trump, they were like to the sky. They were like up to the sky. Yeah, he was kind of in denial. I think one of my, the one point for me that makes Biden uh, such a positive force in a time that we all need it is he's fair. Like, you know, all politicians have some corruption and, you know, but I think there's a level of fairness with Biden where he's accepting of different people of all walks of race and economic background and sexual orientation and whatever that case might be. Um, That's the sense I get. And I think that's what we all need uh, right now. Um, So I think there's a lot of levity in the air now that he's uh, taken charge, despite, you know, Trump's efforts to keep him out of there. Man, did he ever throw a tantrum? I mean, that's the thing about it. Like, didn't he realize how ridiculous he looks? Sometimes, I mean, somebody should have just nudged him and said, hey, man, look, cool it, buddy. You look like a loser out there. Like, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe no one had the guts to do it. Or maybe he just didn't listen. What do you, what do you think about all this, Ellie? You're only nine years old. I remember when I was nine, I didn't really think a lot about politics, but I think these days it's kind of a little bit more prevalent, a little bit more accepted, right? Like in terms of we hear about it more, right, Ellie? What do you think? We hear about what? Like politics more. You know what I mean? Yeah, we do because um, everyone thinks that Trump is a bowl of poop. And Biden, well, for me, uh, is a big, giant plate of pizza. Okay, so a bowl of poop versus a plate of pizza. Um, So I want you to pick one thing uh, during Trump's presidency that you were like, oh, my God, I can't believe that he did that. Do you have any one thing that you remember that he did? Like good? No, anything, just anything. He put babies in jail. That's a good point. He did at the border. He he did. um, It's pretty... uh, Deplorable. Anyway, a lot of things. At the end of the day, what I am noticing is that there was a level of like entertainment value to his presidency. I mean, it was almost like it was like a movie that was unfolding in front of us. And frankly, I think that that was his strategy all the time. I think he didn't care 
if they were talking bad about him. All he cared about is that they had Trump in the headlines. Well, it's nice to see that Trump is out of the headlines. And although I'm not a fan uh, of him and his policies, I don't wish the man ill. And I uh, I hope he gets some reprieve in the final quarter of his life. Um, But man, am I glad that he's not running the show in the United States. Okay, everyone, looks like Umi's got a request here. Now, this is an interesting piece. We have colliding of two worlds, two pop icons. One was from the the 60s and 70s and into the 80s. In fact, he's still an icon now in the 2020s. And then we have the beloved and often polarizing figure in Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson at this time was the most famous person on planet Earth. I'm talking about Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson came together to do a song. It's a great little ditty. What's the song anyway, Sumi? Tell me about it. It's called The Girl's Mine, and it's on the Thriller album. Thriller album, come on, guys. Everyone has to admit, no matter what you think, this album's fantastic. Production, songwriting, singing, no auto-tune. No auto-tune. No auto-tune. Okay, so listen. People out there who are into music, and you know, there's a lot of pop music out there these days, right? And there's these days pop tunes, and they're they're catching everything else. These guys are running this through these algorithms on the computer to make themselves sound a specific way. It might as well be a robot. Okay, so there's the human elements being stripped out of it. You might get a good tune out of it. Where's the human part? Here you got a guy who's just purely singing from his heart. You know, there might be a few studio tricks here and there layering vocals. In the end of the day, though, you get what you get. Okay, so we got Paul McCartney and we got Michael Jackson, and they're fighting over this girl. This girl is mine. Cute up with me. She said I blow her mind. The 
Welcome back. Uh, that was a girl's mind, Michael Jackson and uh, Paul McCartney. Uh, all right, guys, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about something that has been really uh, important for us to pass the time, spend some time together, create a little competition, and that's games. And man, games are just great in general because they're just fun and uh, it's really social. And uh, you know, some of the things that we've been playing are chess. Uh, checkers. There's a game that we created that we're playing a lot of called Move or Shoot. Move or Shoot. And uh, that's one that I think that you guys will hear a lot more about this year. On top of that, we've got uh, the girls are playing some games on their devices, on the iPad and iPods. Um, what is the one? Among Us? Among Us, right? What's the other one? What's the other one? That the, the, the one you guys used to love? Animal Jam. Uh, what other games? Umi? Do you have any other games? What's your favorite game, Um? I'm not sure. On iMessages, I play games with my grandpa from Mexico. I play 8-ball and chess. That was great of him because um, yeah, I noticed you got really good at chess uh, because when we played live, and it had been since, well, when I taught you when you were a kid, since we played, and the first game I was just kind of like taking it easy or whatever, and you beat me. <laughs> and then we played another one you beat me again uh so i got to see wow man you, you'd been playing and there was i saw the wheels turning in terms of your strategy uh and what he learned from the game so so your grandpa had taught you a lot there um and it's a great game it's good for the mind uh, really good for your nerves it's very calming and um it's a lot of fun as well so so ellie i know ellie has a few favorites ellie talk to us about some of the games you have been playing and the th- games that you like I've been playing Among Us and Crossy Road and Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah, cool. So what's your favorite? And tell us about the game. There is an imposter or two or three. And there's like a lot of crewmates. The crewmates have to guess the imposter and... 
there also is tasks, and I think if everyone finishes their tasks, they win. And also, when they guess the imposter, they also win. But they've got to guess all of them. But if the imposter, wait, how do the imposter win again, Umi? If they kill everyone. Yeah, so well, that's the, that was the other point I was going to say. So violence in games, you know, I noticed in the background, I, didn't, I haven't seen this game, but I understand in Among Us you're doing a lot of shooting and killing. And, um, uh, well, whatever it is, I don't know. Guys, and then there's just like ghosts. Okay, well, there's death and killing. You know, and then, um, you know, we, we've been watching um, Mandalorian, and, and man, that's a fantastic show. Now, what I do realize when I watch it is there's a lot of killing in it. Now, Star Wars, you know, killing is different because it's sort of like, it feels like you're removed from it because partially because it's outer space, partially because they're wearing armor and some of them are bots and stuff like that. But still, there's a lot of death. Um, and I think about this Among Us game, and there's a lot of death and killing and stuff like that. I mean, how do you guys feel about that? Does that bother you, or is it? do you see it as something other than that? No, I just see it as they just turn into ghosts that people don't see. So they turn into ghosts, so you don't necessarily see it as killing. Well, that that's good. That's a good thing. How about you, Umi? I don't know. I don't. It doesn't bother me at all. I don't know. Well, that's good. Yeah, no, I just, I'm just curious about that. I mean, I guess it's always been part of it. And I guess with games, you know, it's different because you're in that game environment. And even in chess, you know, there's like killing, I suppose, because you capture and stuff like that, right? So, yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's, it's all good. Uh, but you know what? At the end of the day, uh, we're not able to compete with sports uh, you know, playing basketball or tennis or, or badminton or, or ping pong or whatever your game of choice is uh, right now because we're in quarantine. So playing these uh, board games and even some cases these video games um, is a lot of fun and uh, helps pass the time and, and it creates competition and, and some social time. So, uh, yeah, uh, board games are a blast, guys. It's one of those things. It's fantastic. Pick up a board game, play. There's Clue out there. We've been playing Clue. you got uh, you even pick up sticks, some of these classics are, are a lot of fun. Jenga. All right, we're going to queue up another uh, album here. We've got an interesting tune. What do we got here, Umi? Oh, so so we're going to start with, uh, hold on, Elodie's got a note here. Um, uh, the so- Can I say the name? The song is called Eleanor Rigby, and also there's a cat named Rigby that's named after this song. Yeah, so our friend Vanessa has a little cat. Uh, she's now 13 or 14 years old. Um, our favorite grumpy cat, uh, Eleanor Rigby. Well, Rigby for short. She's uh, a lot of fun and sweet and also grumpy. And uh, we're, this song here is for Rigby, and I believe that Rigby was named after this song. Or Yes? This is like a remix, Eleanor yeah, so that makes a good point. I mean, this isn't the Beatles. Uh, this is a now. So, you know, we played some jazz earlier, so this is on the jazz tip. Where this is um, West Montgomery's cover of Eleanor Rigby. It's quite a cool tune. So we're gonna play a bit of that for you right now. Um, this is Eleanor Rigby by West Montgomery. Thank you. 
was Eleanor Rigby by Wes Montgomery, originally, of course, by the Beatles, um, off of Rubber Soul. And uh, that's dedicated to our good friend, Rigby, the cat. Uh, Okay, guys, um, we're going to talk about food. And uh, food is, uh, you know what, it's just like unbelievably awesome. And then it also helps us to uh, function and it keeps us healthy. And it's also um, social and it's a ritual. It's great. And we've been doing a mix of cooking. We've been doing a mix of eating, eating out from time to time. We'll get delivery, which makes it fun, right? Especially when you're in quarantine. It gives you something to look forward to. Also gives these restaurants some business. Um, and then there's always the conversation about favorite foods, right? And that's one that's really hard to decide. What's your desert island food? If you had one food, what would it be? I think I know mine. Then again... I waver on mine. Mine's all over the place. So we're going to talk about that right now. Favorite foods and why. Who wants to go first? Umi. For me, well, it's sushi, but like I still love lots of other foods. Like I love lasagna and I love pizza and and I love all the foods except for lamb and goat milk. Anyways, so I love all the foods, but I think sushi is my favorite one. So it's so yummy because it's so fresh, and the and the and the fish is just so delicious. <laughs> the raw fish, I don't know why. It really is, isn't it? It's very refreshing uh, and it's delicious. Um, what, you know, it, it, it's interesting how we've normalized it. And I know Umi, since you were young, you've been eating sushi, right? And it. it you know, I didn't have sushi till I was in my early 20s. I was living in Vancouver. And when I first had it, you know, I, I liked it. And I wasn't sure what it was about it. I was like, huh, this is strange. Like, I've never eaten anything like this before. Um, because it's not cooked. And then it's raw fish, you know. Like, I mean, it just seems weird. But, it, man, I just fell in love with it immediately. But it is an acquired taste. And it's a strange flavor for some. And the idea of it, I think, sometimes people have a, sometimes have a hard time with. I remember my mom came out to visit me in Vancouver, and I said, "Hey, well, one of my favorite uh, sushis—I don't know if it's called sushi or maki or what it was—is something that's basically eggs. You know, like it's basically rice, and then it's and it's fish roe, so salmon eggs, right? And then on top, there's a quail egg, right?" And I remember this thing was just like, oh, unbelievably scrumptious. And I loved it. And I remember I said to my mom, mom, you got to try this one here. Try it out. Got her one. And then she was like, hmm, that's interesting. And I know when my mom says it's interesting, she doesn't like it. And I knew she didn't like it. And actually, after she admitted she didn't. And it's interesting how I found that so good. And then my mom found that kind of difficult to eat on the palate. So, you know, uh, sushi is an interesting food fantastic food we go to sushi on bluer like a ritual and we've been going there for many years so kudos and uh hats off to sushi on bluer for doing great business over the years and we wish you well through the pandemic i hope that uh, you come out of it strong as well as the other restaurants out there who are working hard to stay afloat wishing everyone all the best okay so we're gonna uh ask elodie and i know the answer but we want to hear why and we want to hear some details but uh what no i'll talk about mine in a minute uh, and Elodie, what's your favorite food? My favorite food is pizza because it has like all those different types of pl- flavors and you can put anything on it. And I remember Umi and my friend put like 
Doritos or popcorn and it was Doritos and popcorn in it and they said that it was really good. So like you can like put like a lot of different things on there. And so like you can just do cheese or you can do cheese and pepperoni and well of course you need to make well you don't need it, but you most of the time tomato sauce. And there's like you can put broccoli on it and mushrooms and peppers and yeah I already said cheese um you can put like double cheese or triple cheese or yeah you can put four or five cheeses or three or two or one or whatever um and you can put like put a lot of different types yeah, absolutely. You know, you're passionate about pizza. Like we make pizza a lot in the house. In fact, I got a ball in the in the fridge of, or pardon me, in the freezer of dough, and we make our own um, pizza often. You know, I think one of the things about pizza is a lot of fun is that you can tailor it to your personal uh, taste, you know, so you can really put anything on there. Um, and oftentimes it works out, like it usually tastes good. I mean, there's certain things that are strange. It's like, oh, you know, what are we putting on that that on there? I remember there was this meme of a friend of mine who has a restaurant down in Kingsville called Vernon's. His name's Vern. Uh, Vern put this meme out of um, pizza with bananas on it. And I was like, okay, it was a joke, right? Of course. But uh, I think that that would never be good uh, as long as anyone lives. Um, But uh, anyway, pizza is great food. Uh, certainly one of my favorite foods. I mean, here, here, look, I'm going to, I'm going to say like, let's be honest here. Pizza is certainly up there. It's one of my nut favorites. I'm going to, I'm going to, I guess say it's a three-way tie though. I got to go with pizza, tacos and pasta, right? Like, I mean, the Italians, you got to admit, like they did it right in terms of delicious food. Sure. A lot of carbs, right? A little bit fattening. In terms of flavor, man, oh man, they got the pizza, they got lasagna, they got spaghetti, they got, what else they got on there that's like, you know, outstanding? There's another one that I'm missing, right? Anyways. Gelato. Oh, gelato, whatever it is. But there's some delicious foods. Pasta, yeah, different types. So spaghetti, I think I may have said that. You know, it's hard to deny. That's good stuff. That's definitely a go-to of mine. Uh, Tacos, another one. Outstanding food, fun, easy to easy to make, portable, right? And then you've got your pizza. You know, the pizza certainly is high, high on my list. I think pizza wins for me. Um, but there you go. Different foods, different cuisines. Everybody's got a different flavor. That that being said, Indian food is probably one of the most delicious foods I've ever eaten. That being said, it's harder to make, right? It's a little less convenient portable um you get my you get i'm coming from so i'm trying to take all things into consideration on that note we got a nice uh we're gonna round out our show here uh speaking of food we were gonna play in honor of um the late great daniel demille uh, aka mf doom um he was certainly one of my favorite artists if not my very favorite uh he passed this year uh, in 2020 he was 49 he had children and a wife, so wishing his family best. And I know his music is going to live 
for his for many many years to come because it really is brilliant unfortunately um this is a family friendly show so a lot of his music has swearing in it uh so unfortunately we're unable to play that but i will play something that's related because tom york of um Radiohead was always a big uh, fan of, of uh, MF Doom, and uh, he, uh, you know, so he always pushed his music out there, and uh, so we're going to play a little Radiohead from In Rainbows. Um, this song is called Faust Arp, and we're going to round the show out. Everybody enjoy your Saturday, and we will see you and hear you again very soon. Umi, Elodie, and Justin signing off. Wakey, wakey, rise and shine, it's on again, off again, on again, watch me fall like dominoes in pretty patterns, fingers in the back of the pie, I'm tingling, 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 it's what you feel now, what you ought to, what you ought to, reasonable and sensible, definitely make up, I guess I'm stuck, 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 with all your head in the night. What you feel now, what you ought to, what you ought to Then I feel bad, saying the word is Tumbling, tumbling, tumbling Duplicate, triplicate Plastic bags in duplicate, triplicate Then from the neck up, I guess I'm stuck Stuck, stuck With all your head in the now, now, now Exactly where you get out I love you, but I love you tonight. I love you, but I love you tonight.